You're listening to an all Steelers talk, Steelers to go highlight. What'd you think about the move? Uh, for the Browns, it kind of felt like a move that they needed to make. Um, they were really trying to hold out for a super high pick. And I think whenever you looked around the league, teams knew that eventually they would have to part with them one way or another. And to try to get a, a high pick for a guy you know is not going to go back to the team. It, it, it's just you put yourself in a predicament to where you're kind of negotiating against yourself after a certain point. After such a long time, too, with the training camp coming up. And you you, you also kind of want to almost do right <laughs> by Baker, too. Um, it, it's like, where does that sound, given everything that they had done to slash with him in the offseason? But um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bad trade for the Panthers at all, uh, given the upside of Baker Mayfield that has kind of been seen in flashes throughout his time in Cleveland. I mean, as much as we rag on the Browns, I mean, Baker did very much so help turn that franchise around, along with um, a very competent front office, a, a very offensive, young, forward-thinking head coach, um, and basically a, a very, very well-rounded roster all around that. Um, but for Baker to kind of not succeed with the Browns at the levels everybody had hoped he would, on top of him kind of carrying that that swagger, that arrogance to him, definitely makes him an easy target. I do wonder if there will be some Steeler fans that find themselves rooting for Baker Mayfield now that he is out of Cleveland. So I'll address you. First, I have to address Charles in the comments. Have you, how I can you have never seen Top Gun? Look at man. I apologize, but I will make this promise to you right now because you're like the fifth person to say this to me. Yeah. So I appreciate the push. I will go watch Top Gun and I will have a report to you by next Tuesday. Mark my words. I have a very busy weekend, so maybe Thursday, but we're going to aim for Tuesday. We're going to aim for Tuesday. Appreciate you, Charles. All right, Baker Mayfield. For one, I your question on whether or not Steelers fans will root for him, I don't see why not. I don't think Baker Mayfield like ever had a real negative rapport with the Steelers fans. I think that everybody in Cleveland does, but I, I don't know if it's like, you know what I mean? Like, there's been some really nasty Browns players. Really oh, nasty. For sure. Would you say Baker's one of them? Would you say Baker's one call of those guys that's just like – That's what I mean. Like, like, there's never been like – I've felt the rivalry, but like if – like, Ed, like I'm trying to think of a name. Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. If those guys went to another team, you're not rooting for them if you're a Steelers fan, no matter what. There's a respect there, but you're for not sure. rooting for them. Um, who was the dude, the Cincinnati linebacker a couple of years ago? He was another one. But then there was guys. Vontez Perfect. That guy, Vontez Perfect, dirtiest player of all time. But then there was guys like Chad Ochocinco. Chad Ochocinco went to New England. I was rooting for him to win a ring. I was like, man, this would be cool. Mm. Like, you know, you weren't about that life? Dude, not with the Patriots. Did, hell no. Man. No, no, not with the Patriots. I didn't feel good about it, but like. When they were in the playoffs, when the situation was breaking itself down, there's always those guys that you're like, okay, I respect him enough to feel good about it. I'm not saying that Mayfield has earned anybody's respect. I just don't think he's burnt the bridges. That's what I'm trying to say. For sure. No, 1,000%. I like to use Joey Porter as kind of like a a measuring stick to where Browns players should be. If Joey Porter would have punched you pregame, 
then you know you're probably not very well respected or like established um do, do, do you remember whenever he did that like way back in the day like he got in oh, trouble for like trying to fight the entire brown sideline the entire brown sideline yes yeah. i do i do remember that i think that's a good it's a it's a good <laughs> benchmark it's a good benchmark i i just i don't think baker's a dude that i'm gonna feel terribly about if he has success in other places am i rooting for him to have success no that being said, have you bet on the Carolina Panthers to beat the Cleveland Browns in week one? Yet? Ooh, I don't know, but did you see the Browns are paying him over $500,000 that week to try to beat the Cleveland Browns as yeah, part of like their deal with the Panthers? That is beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. I I bet on them. I put 75 bucks down immediately. That's as much money as I had in my FanDuel account, and I tossed it all on there in two seconds. I think he's. It, it was plus one hundred odds. There's no. Do you have any hope? Any hope with the the thought that Deshaun Watson's not in Cleveland? Do you have any hope for the Cleveland Browns this season? Dude, that's still a really good roster. It's still a really. It's a really good, good roster without a quarterback. Man, but, but it's Jacoby Brissett. Jaco- exactly. Who had How- miracles worked for him in Indianapolis. And like we talked about on the show, I think a week or two ago, dude, I know where you're going. Minka loves never Jacoby Brissett throws Just anywhere in a relative zip code towards him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, there's no, you could have uh, Doug Hodges took a team to eight and eight, eight and eight, Donnie, eight and eight. You want to know why he didn't get any better? Because you can't be any better without a quarterback. You could be better with an okay quarterback. Not with a third string quarterback. That's not how that works. What would you predict the record would be if you're betting on the <sighs> dude, don't do this to me. The the Browns record with Jacoby? The Browns record with Jacoby. Dude. <laughs> I would say somewhere around five hundred. If if we saw the, the Steelers rise up with mediocre quarterback play. Um I, I think the Browns have like a, a better foundation than Pittsburgh did in twenty nineteen. Um, so even with Jacoby Brissett, I still think they'll be competitive, not like Super Bowl contenders, like they should be with Deshaun Watson, but, um, still like, I I don't think they're like a perennial playoff team. I would say right around 500. If they, if they finished like, like, like nine and nine and eight, somewhere around there or like eight, nine, I I wouldn't be No way. What they finished last season? What, What was their record last season? Nine and eight? I believe it was nine and eight or something along those lines with, with Baker Mayfield. I get it. Was yeah, with Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield and chicken noodle soup on his like shoulder. Okay. But now they got chicken noodle motion. soup to throw to outside of Amari Cooper, who at times is chicken noodle soup. Well, they did have somebody to throw to, but then he, yeah, Baker like wasn't good. But and then it doesn't and then matter. His dad then, made cut ups the, on YouTube. If the argument is, Baker's better than Jacoby Brissett at the end of the day, no matter what way you try to. Oh, 1,000%. But that's what I'm saying. Now you don't have Baker and you have nobody to throw the football to. I mean, I could blitz you. I could run blitz you 45 times a game. I don't even have to think about that. There's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Now you're just hoping that the other team doesn't score a touchdown and you win games. I'm going to (laughs) say six games max. Six games max, the Browns win. In but see, like that also wouldn't surprise me at all. Like I, I know we talked about the Steelers kind of being just great big question mark whenever it comes to the 2022 season, and 
what we should or shouldn't expect. I think the Browns are kind of in the same position right now because like if they were thought to be Super Bowl contenders before they um before they got Deshaun Watson, sure, like Deshaun's probably not gonna play this year. I don't think Jacoby Brissett can take them super far. They still have a really good football team, man, and really good football teams still find ways to win. I'm not saying they're going to be like this, this number one seed in the AFC. I'm not saying they're going to go on this crazy playoff run. I'm just saying like right around the 500 is probably reasonable. It It is probably reasonable. It is probably reasonable. But like the meme I sent you earlier this morning. But I'm telling you, the Browns be the Browns, my friend. Browns be the Browns. The Browns be the Browns. It's just, it's never going to change. All right, before we move on, they got a fifth round pick, could go into a fourth round pick. If Baker plays 70% of the snaps, you got to expect that to happen. Sam Darnold's terrible. Dude, did you, you think see it was the a video good deal? of the Panthers talking about Matt Corral in the draft and then being super excited about it? Oh, so, no, dude, somebody haven't. leaked the like the the war room footage of Matt Roll like hyping up like Matt Corral and talking about like how great of an NFL quarterback he can be, and then they go and they trade for Baker Mayfield like a couple months down the road. That's terrible. Well, yeah, but I mean Matt Corral is not NFL ready now. Matt Corral at one point was considered like the number one pick in the draft. Dude, the best terrible. part about that video was Matt Roll telling the Patriots to basically like F off after like their first offer. Cause they, they were waiting to like jump up in the draft to go and like make a move for Corral. And then Matt rolls like in the war room with the Panthers. And he's like, listen, like what we're doing right now is elite. Like Matt roll has done anything close to anything being elite at the NFL elite. since he first took over Carolina. Yeah. Well, he was handed Christian McCaffrey and has done nothing since. So he signed, Camps Newton for four games last. The season. most elite thing I've ever seen Matt Rule do was in Mobile when he was hammered at two o'clock in the morning eating street tacos. <laughs> I wasn't there for that, but yeah, I also yeah, got a true. lot of respect for him for doing that too. By the way, so oh, you're hammered eating street tacos at two a.m. Shout out you. You're living a good oh, life. Dude. Living a good life. Dude.